Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, Pats Nation? This is the CLNS Media Network's Patriots postgame show. Marvin is on. Mike Molyneux. We're here after that shootout at Gillette Stadium. Like I just said, a shootout. But Patriots come out on top over the Kansas City Chiefs. 43 to 40. Patriots move to 3-2 and on the season. 3-0. and 4-2. 4-2. 4-2. I'm sorry. 4-0 at home at Gillette Stadium, continuing to defend the home field. Kansas City drops their first game of the season. The mighty Kansas City Chiefs took their first loss of the season at the hands of, you know, the class of the AFC. Definitely, the definitely. class of the AFC. In the summer of 2000. <laughs> the class of the AFC, the Patriots got the win over the Chiefs, man. Solid win again. Shootout, Marv. Back and forth action nonstop. Mike, I'm still sweating. I don't know if you see I'm still sweating this was a game. This was the game everyone expected. Probably going to be the game of the year, potentially. Patrick Mahomes versus Tom Brady, and it did not disappoint at all. Let's give credit to the Kansas City Chiefs. You know, early on in this game, Patriots were up against them heavy. I think it was at a point, 24 to 9, that they were Patriots had took control of this game, but Kansas City in the second half really outscored the Patriots 31 to 31 to 19 points. So this, <laughs> there was a lot of scoring in this game. Patrick Mahomes, 23 for 36, 350 yards, four touchdowns, but also threw two interceptions. Compared to Brady's, 24 for 35, 340, one touchdown in this game. There's so many things we can talk about. But first, we just got to say it right now, Mike. Patrick Mahomes, this kid is for real. He's the future. He's the future of the NFL. This guy was not playing around. Him and Tyreek Hill, that combo right there is deadly. Yeah, man. Like you just said, Patrick Mahomes, he's the future of the NFL. This guy has a cannon of an arm. The way he could just, you know, whether he's in the pocket, whether he's moving out of the pocket on the run, the way he can just sling the ball down the field is truly amazing to watch. And I mean, he... He kept his team in there. You know, obviously he has great playmakers to, you know, to catch the ball and pick up the yards after, uh, like we saw in that late mm-hmm. touchdown to Tyreek Hill at the end. But the arm that he possesses, my goodness, it's just amazing to watch. And just a young guy coming up in the NFL, you can already see that. He's going to be a force to re- reckon with. Like I told you when we were talking about it, as long as he, you know, has the weapons out there, has the playmakers like Tyreek Hill or Kareem Hunt, uh, a few other, other guys that they have, you know, as long as he has the weapons, 
He's going to be one of the elite quarterbacks in this league for a long time. He's very, very smart. He's very strong, athletic. He could do amazing things at the quarterback position for the Kansas City Chiefs for sure. Yeah. Um, so once again, Patriots get the score 43 to 40. Guys that we should highlight, Sony Michelle, great game. 24 Again, carries, 100 yards, two touchdowns. James White, he only got in the six carries for 40 yards, but once again in the receiving, five five receptions for 50. Another well-balanced game from, you know, this duo of Michelle and White, and they're the key. They're, they're the ones keep pushing on. You even saw Barner. Barner in there a little bit, getting some re relief time. So it was a great overall game for everyone. Tom Brady, though, Mike. I know the Patriots put up 43 points, but this was not one of Brady's best games. This was a game where he struggled a lot. In the beginning, it, he was force-feeding Josh Gordon, I believe, a little too much. You know, they had the, um, the long touchdown, potential touchdown pass to Josh Gordon that ended up being a pass interference. But I just thought personally, in the first half, he was feeding Josh Gordon too much. Gordon ended up the game with five receptions for 42 yards but nine targets as well. You know, there was a lot of miscues. Gordon wasn't where he was supposed to be. Brady missed him here and there. It, was, it wasn't it was a great game from Tom Brady. Yeah, you know, <clears throat> I think you could definitely notice a couple of times he was off. You know, he was definitely off uh, in terms of targets and, and, and making passes, overthrowing guys, you know, not putting too much, you know, power on the ball. Uh, but, you know, he was there when it mattered. And that was the fourth quarter, late drive, got the ball under two minutes. And he was exactly what I said. I've tweeted it out. If you guys are following me, he got surgical. It was one solid pass, yes, to Gronkowski. But you knew in that two minutes, Brady was going to do something to make sure that the Patriots would be in a position to win that game, whether it be a field goal, whether they – you know, wanted to go for the jugular and score a touchdown, whatever the case may be, you knew Brady was going to have them exactly where uh, you they wanted to be. And that was in a position to win the game by field goal or touchdown. So, yeah, the numbers will say Brady, you know, the numbers will say Brady had a decent game watching. He was off, like you said, you know, I'm in a game where 43 points were scored, you would think Tom Brady would maybe have more than one touchdown, but Sonny Michelle was getting busy. Uh, in the running game, you know, with his two touchdowns. But you got to give the Patriots credit where credit is due. Um, you just touched on it a little bit. Josh Gordon, nine targets, man, nine targets. That's a lot. That's a lot for a guy who, you know, this is only, what, his third game with the team now. Right. Uh, so, obviously, they're just trying to get him as comfortable as possible and get him in the mix as much as possible because at the end of the day, I think we all know, you know, Patriots know it, opposing teams know it. If Brady's out there, I mean, if Josh Gordon's on the field, you know, his athletic ability and what he's capable of doing on football field, it'll make for a lot of easy days for Tom Brady in the offense. So they're trying to get him involved. I think this game was probably a sign of things to come with the whole combination of Brady, Gronk, Edelman, you know, even Hogan. Finally Hogan, appeared. Hogan, man. Finally appeared. You know, After time. getting criticized here on this show, he showed up and he showed up big. Four receptions, 78 yards. I was I – was, Happy to see Hogan involved in this offense. Mm -hmm. But, Mike, a guy we did not see in this game much, Philip Dorsett, you know, with the rise of Josh Gordon now, it looks like Philip Dorsett's the one who's taking the back seat. In, in, and he's a guy who 
he was balling for the Patriots. He was reliable for Brady. And I thought he was more reliable than Chris Hogan at times. You know, mm -hmm. he was causing separation and getting open. So Philip Dorsett, he's now nah, he's a, he's an odd man now because you're gonna use Cordero Pat Patterson at times where you know in screens and yep. situations like that. So he has his role, his niche there. You have Josh Gordon, who's gonna be your second wide receiver on the outside with Edelman, and Hogan's taking that slot role now. So. It's good to know you have depth, though. Exactly. That's exactly what I was about you know, to say. If a Hogan, Edelman, or whatever, someone goes out, you know that Philip Dorsett will be able to come in and play his role very mm -hmm. well. Yeah, true. I mean, that's the guy who they had to really depend on earlier in the season. You know, Edelman was suspended. Uh, there was no Josh Gordon. You know, Gronk has not really been there all season. You know, he had a couple big catches in this game, but he hasn't had – that real crazy Gronk breakout right. monster game. Um, everyone thought Hogan was going to be the guy to start the year, but it wasn't him. It was really Dorsett, you know, getting work. And unfortunately, he's just falling on the depth chart because Edelman's back. You acquired uh, Josh Gordon. Um, Hogan's still going to be one of Brady's favorite targets. So it's just unfortunate. But like you just said, the depth part is key because there's been a lot of times in the past where Patriots, you know, don't usually have that much depth at wide receiver, you know. It's they'd have to depend on on Gronk a lot or or the running backs, you know, whether it be Deion Lewis years ago or or James White. But now they have a group of receivers that they say, OK, it could be Edelman. It can be Patterson. It could be Hogan. It could be Gordon. It could be Dorsett. Right. You know, it's five guys, five guys. That's not something that the Patriots usually have at the wide, wide receiver position. But now they have guys that they could depend on. And he, he's, he's one one guy there. We've seen what he can do. So for those, sorry, Mike, for those who are watching live, we had a little technical difficulties, but the chat now is finally open. You know, you guys can start commenting, letting us know your thoughts and feelings. Mike. Watching that Colts game, yes, the Patriots dominated as they should have. <laughs> But there was some things that were a little concerning on that game. You know, you let the Colts hang around there. It was another day where the defense let Eric Ebron have a hell of a game. Career you know? day for him. McCourty, the safety McCourty wasn't having a good game covering the tight ends. In this game, again, you dominate in the first half, and in the second half, you let up. It's, it's a concerning pattern. For, for this Patriots team, yes, Kansas City has a great offense. They, but you had you had them by the throat in the first half, and then you let them explode. Tyreek Hill was just a monster out there. Seven receptions, 140 yards, three touchdowns. One of them was even accidental. That's the type of game Mahomes and Hill was having. Um, how many games can you win by letting up 40 points? You know, mm -hmm. this – there was opportunities there. Hightower gave you opportunities with the interception and things like that when you have the ball right at the five. But those are those aren't always going to happen in this game. Patriots let up a lot of yards in this game. Tyreek Hill and once again Kareem Hunt mm -hmm. gashed you, whether it was through receiving or running the ball. Six receptions um, for 105 yards. He had 10 carries for 80 yards. That's unacceptable for this running game. Yeah, I mean, like you just said, all in all, you know, the, the win will get talked about. Yes, right. Patriots got the win Sunday night football at Gillette Stadium against Kansas City Chiefs. You know, that's huge. It goes in the win column. But like you just spoke about, giving up 40 points, that's a lot. It's a lot of points to give up, a lot of yards to give up, like you just mentioned. And 
it is going to have to get talked about because now it's two weeks in a row now where the Patriots defense has not played a full four, four quarters. You know, they kind of let the foot off the gas pedal a little bit. We saw how Ebron got busy and, and scored a late touchdown and, and Andrew Luck was able to drive in that game. In this game, you know, Mahomes was doing his thing. Tyreek Hill got free. Kareem Hunt was still, you know, right. picking up huge, huge uh, yardage uh, moving down the field. So, yes, it's going to have to get talked about. You know, 40 points is not – what the the goal is to give up if you want to be an elite team in the NFL. Uh, obviously, you're going against a high-powered offense in Kansas City, so the points are going to happen, yes. But you want to make sure moving forward, you know, you got to put your clamps down. You had this team foot on the uh, on their throat, you know, with the score, I think it was 21-24-9. It was 24-9. Uh, 24-9. You know, there's no reason why – at Gillette Stadium, they let the team, they let the Kansas City Chiefs get from nine points all the way up to 40. It should not have happened. Um, obviously, some mistakes were made. Brady fumbled the ball at a very uh, that play, bad place. Talk of, yeah, we could even talk about that. <laughs> Brady, play. Brady, in that situation there, the play we're talking about where Brady fumbled the ball, uh, clearly there was nothing down the field for him. Clearly there was not. So your next best option is to throw the ball away. Maybe you try to run and scramble, pick up a couple yards, get out of bounds, or do the Brady special. But you have just <laughs> just flop your body down to the ground and let them touch you to get the sack. And 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 it is what it is. Punt the ball away. Yeah, that play was so frustrating because it's not typical Brady. When you watch when you watch the play, first of all, Kansas City didn't even rush anyone. They only rushed three, and they had five linemen. So one, the sack should never be in question. <laughs> So let's get that out the way. You should never get sacked in that situation. Brady had all the time in the world. If he had any more time, it would be tomorrow. He had all the time in the world to throw the ball. Couldn't find anyone. Okay, if you can't find no one, throw it away. Simple as that. As you as he usually does, throw it away. He he was scrambling. Players came. He took the sack and then fumbled it. And that was the turning point of the game. Yep. Like that's what gave Kansas City more momentum to continue. And it, that that pissed me off. Watching watching that play really got me upset because that that was very unBrady like, and that that's part of me going starting this game saying Brady didn't have a good game. Mm -hmm. This was not a great game from Brady at all. From forcing the balls to Gordon, missing throws, and just the decision making, it wasn't the best Brady game. Yeah, you know, in all honesty, you know, again they got the win of going to the W column, but I think. You know, as a team, when, when Coach Belichick has him in the locker room, and even Brady, you'll probably hear during his post-game press conference, he'll discuss it. There's a lot of aspects of the game that the team is probably not happy about. You know, in New England, they strive for greatness over there. And obviously, getting the win is great and all, but you want to make sure you're playing well and executing. I think there's a lot of things offensively. You know, we just talked about Brady. They didn't execute well. A lot of force feeding the ball. Brady made bad passes, whatever the case may be. And then defensively, you let big plays happen. Uh, this game could have been over with and done if, you know, after getting that late touchdown, the Patriots got that late touchdown, you know, to let Mahomes and Kareem Hunt uh, come out and strike like that yeah. should never happen. You know, it's towards the end of the game, late in the fourth quarter, you want to put your clamps on there. But they made it interesting. So, I think a lot of things are going to get discussed inside the locker room, you know, next week at practice on how they can correct a lot of the wrongs. 
um, that what that happened in this game because yes, it's a win, but you can't play football like you did moving forward because you won't find yourself on the winning side too much. I want to get to some couple of comments, Mike. Yes, let's I, get to that. For I've sure. seen here. Why does McCordy always end up guarding the um, wide receiver one? He keeps getting cooked. With that, Patriots played a lot of zone. Mm -hmm. They played a when you face an offense like this and you don't have the right manpower yeah. you ha you have to play zone so what happens is mccordy's playing cover two or cover three whatever it is and tyreek hill ends up being on his side so that's what mccordy needs to get and tyreek hills is impossible to guard for even, anybody for, for anybody. anybody and you know mccordy's not having the the safety mccordy's not having the best season at all and it he's been getting exposed lately it's not that they put him designed to guard Tyreek Hill. It's just a zone coverage that they're playing. And their zone, their zone this this week was horrible. Mm -hmm. You know, um, Flores, that's something he needs to work on this week. The zone was really bad, and Mahomes picked them apart. Let's keep moving on here. I saw something that was interesting that I didn't see. Did you guys see the pass fan who threw a bear and sick the middle finger at Hill? I did not I see that. that. And the thing, when he scored the touchdown – he ran right into the fans. I don't know what, if I missed it. I was like, I wonder if the fans were going to do something. Mm -hmm. And now you're saying that they threw bits. That, that's unnecessary. Yeah, come on, you can't, we're, we're way better than that, Pass come Nation. Come on now. Uh, but, yeah, a play like that, you know, you don't want to see the emotions from the fans take over where you're, you know, interfering with the play. Yeah, you scored a touchdown. Yeah, you get a little pissed. But to take it above and beyond, throw a bare middle finger. Yeah. That that's, shouldn't be allowed inside of a stadium ballpark ever, anywhere. So let's be better about that. Let's say we got um, this, this Chiefs pass games, the chosen one versus the GOAT lived up to the hype. Patrick Mahomes surpassed Baker Mayfield as rookie of the year. Patrick Mahomes is a bad man. Rookie of the year. He won. Mahomes is not a rookie because – Technically, <laughs> trying to give him the Ben Simmons treatment, <laughs> right? Let's try to give him the Ben Simmons. He's not a he's not a rookie. I see what you're trying to say, but you can't even put him on the same level as Baker. Mahomes is an MVP candidate, a real MVP, still an MVP. If the if the season ended today, I'm giving Mahomes the MVP. Mm. I I'm don't give, have an argument there. I mean, the guy, the guy's just has a wide receiver ever won. Is wide receiver, because Adam Thielen right now. Adam Thielen's nasty. You could be. Some wild you can, you stuff can, right you now. can start thinking about him on offensive player. Offensive player. The not MVP year. level. It's usually well, goes Pat, to a quarterback. The way Patrick Mahomes <laughs> is balling right now, man. Yeah, I hear that, Mahomes is Mahomes is for real. Um, let me see if there's another comment here. Um, a couple of Josh Gordon comments. Out, you know. Positive Josh Gordon comments. The guy's good. You can see that yeah. it, when the ball gets thrown to him, and if it's in his range, he's going to catch it. He has mm -hmm. great hands. I liked what I see from Gordon. I just wish Brady didn't force feed him just because it's Josh Gordon. Yeah, you know, I think it's just a case of Brady wants to get him involved. And no, you yeah, you know the connections there with Edelman. That's not going anywhere. You yeah. know the connections there with Gronk. As long as Gronk's open, you know he loves Hogan. Um, but now you have this weapon. Josh Gordon is a weapon. So Brady can get him involved and have James White, Gronkowski, Edelman, those three right there. And then you add Josh Gordon to the mix of four guys Brady can just throw the ball to and know these guys are going to be at the right spot, you know, make the catch, make the play, pick up yards. 
Add more weapons for Tom Brady, please. Give him, give the GOAT all he needs to make him and the rest of the Patriots very successful and lead to, you know, playing football in February, hopefully. So, you know, I understand what it looked like tonight, but I, I see what Brady was trying to get done. Part of the field that we did not bring up that Clifton brought up, special teams struggled against, you know, the kickoff return. That was huge. Yeah. Another big play that could have really ended, you know, most teams would have folded. After that, you know, 97 yards that didn't get a touchdown, that Kansas City ends up scoring at that play. But that hurts. That really hurts right there. I think that um, what's what's the, your Hall of Famer Slater? <laughs> Slater Hall of Famer coming yeah. up soon. Slater got held on that play, in my belief, and they didn't call that. But and speaking of special teams, you got to give it up to you got to give it up to Gaskowski in a year where these kickers are missing 20, 20 yarders, missing game winners, going 0 for 5, Mason Crosby on my fantasy team. I mean, you got to give it up to Gaskowski. He he made it when it counted. He hit the, the game winner tonight. And that's what you need, a consistent kicker. So that's why you got Gaskowski for. Yeah, absolutely. I see another comment here. Uh, something we touched upon earlier from Dreamville for life. He said, where's Dorsett? And and honestly, we spoke about it a little bit. Dorsett is just falling on the depth chart. You know, it's nothing out, it's nothing to do with injury or anything like that. He's there. He's perfectly healthy. But yeah. when you have Edelman, Josh Gordon, and Gronkowski, and James White, those are the guys, and Hogan too, you know, those are the guys who's definitely going to be getting the most of the targets. Honestly, it's just good to know that if something were to happen to those guys above him, Dorsett would be willing and ready to step up because we saw him as Brady's number one target early in the season. So Dorsett's still around. He just has better players ahead of him at the moment. So, I, I, You know, we saw him being more of a favorite target than Chris Hogan. But Chris Hogan stepped up today being that, you know, the third, fourth option on the mm -hmm. team. He stepped up when needed. He caught a big pass with the pass interference on him. One thing, I um, Mike, that we didn't – or someone who didn't speak on much, Dante Hightower. Mm. Dante Hightower. Finally, a Dante Hightower, you know, play. And and he did Dante Hightower things. Yeah. He's not a guy that's going to get, you know, nine tackles a game like Gerard Mayo was. Mm -hmm. You know, Mayo was always a guy who had multiple tackles. That's not Hightower's game. But he's a guy who's going to make those timely big plays and he did that today he had the interception he was he was there force forcing pressure on Mahomes in the first half where you know I saw a comment earlier where they said Mahomes wasn't very accurate during this game I think it was um Ryan Mahoney Ryan Mooney I'll get your name let me give you a right shout out Ryan Mooney said Mahomes wasn't really accurate and he wasn't you know Patriots put did a lot of bliss packaging especially in the first half and Mahomes was struggling a little bit. Yeah. You know, it was a big game for him. Threw a couple of interceptions to start it off, and Hightower was part of it. Yeah. You know, I really liked how the Patriots put a lot of pressure uh, on Mahomes in the first half. It seemed like every time he dropped back, you know, it didn't waste any time for the pocket to really start closing in on him. And, you know, he didn't, you know, the Patriots didn't record any sacks in this game, but the pressure was there. So a lot of that, you know, inaccuracy that we just spoke about or those two interceptions, you know, because of the pressure. The pressure made things tough for Mahomes, and especially in that first half, you know, he started getting a little more room to work with. 
uh, in the second half. So he's able to put up the numbers he did for touchdowns, 352 yards. Um, but I definitely did like the pressure um, that the Patriots were able to, to garner on Mahomes in that first half. You know, he's a guy who can, if push comes to shove, he's running with the ball and he can pick some, he pick up yards. You know, he only had two carries for nine yards today, but he he can do it with his legs if need be. But he's more of a guy who can sling it in the pocket. And, you know, I like what the Patriots did. Hopefully it carries over and continue to put pressure on that. And, you know, it's the sacks will come. Put the pressure on them. The sacks will come. Somebody will make it happen for sure. Griffin says we've been waiting for a Gronk to wake up, and he finally did at the most clutch moment. Listen, Mike, you don't have Gronk in this game. You don't win this game. Yeah. You don't, you don't win this game without Gronk. You know, only three receptions, how many yards? I believe 93 receptions, 97 yards on four targets. But like he said, clutch, clutch, clutch. That big, the second reception he had with the stiff arm, yep. bringing it down the chain. You know, those were those were time killers. Those were moments in the fourth quarter where you needed him the most. And then the last catch he had for the 20 yards. Rob Gronkowski, he's your best player. <laughs> he's your best player in the offense. And as – when, you, when you're a Patriots fan, you know he's your best player and he's not getting the ball. It frustrates you. Mm -hmm. frustrates you a lot. But when the time mattered most, Brady found Gronk and Gronk was huge. And here's the thing with Gronk. You know, obviously you talked about those clutch plays and whatnot, but he wasn't really involved in the majority of the game. He really wasn't. More, more in the blocking. Exactly. With Sony exactly. So that's what I was going to highlight. You know, he wasn't there you know, making the big catches, but his blocking in this game was key. He yes, lined up and cleared a lot of way for Sony Michelle and a few times James White uh, to break that break through and try to get through the tackle. So I give it up to Gronk. He finds a way to impact the game. Obviously, he's not getting, you know, nine, ten receptions and two touchdown passes, uh, but his blocking, which is helping other areas of the team, of the offense, is huge, is key. So I have to give him kudos there for sure. Um Still looking at the comments, I see somebody still yeah. chiming in. That's an that's that's interesting one. On our uh, nickname sweepstakes for Sony Michelle and James White. And Ryan Mooney says, nickname for those two guys, Mount Rushmore. Ooh. That's that's clever. I won't give it to them that yet because they gotta win. They gotta win something. Rush Rushmore. It's okay. clever as hell, okay. though. I really I like that's it. something to keep on the back burner. The reason why. We can't do lightning and thunder because I like that one too. That was mm -hmm. from Clifton from last week. That's what they call Camara and Ingram. Oh, sorry. I was watching. I was we not watching like this style. I was watching. I was watching them. They say, "Oh, that's what we call them, lightning and thunder for Camara and Ingram." So we gotta we can't gotta think of something style. else. And but it's a great nickname as well. But Mount Rushmore that that's a bar. Mm -hmm. That's a bar. That's what we call that here. That's a bar. So looking at this, that's you know we talked about it a little bit earlier, but again. Sony Michelle, solid game, uh, 24 carries, 106 yards, two touchdown passes. And then James White, still one of the guys who's getting uh, second most targets tied with Edelman, five receptions, 53 yards. You know, as long as those two stay healthy, we talked about it last week, the week before, as long as you have Michelle and White, you know, getting busy out of the backfield, it just opens up so much for this Patriots offense. I really like 
the weapons that, pay, that Tom Brady has to play and, with right now. And White's running so well too, which makes it so it makes it even better. Because now when White's on the field, you don't know if he's gonna run it or if it's gonna be a passing play. Because he's becoming that versatile. Brady still hasn't been able to connect with Michelle yet in the passing game, which is very weird that they haven't been able to have that connection. But it's going to happen, and when that does happen. Man, it's going to start being scary. So question, you know, I think we both can agree having all these guys back healthy, you know, good to go. It, it looks like a scary Patriots offense. But 43 I 43 points. I know sometimes, though, you do question the offensive play calling and what you see from Josh McDaniels. Yes. You know, what would you want to see differently or, you know, again, like I just said, Patriots Brady has a lot of weapons to work with and choose from right. here. You know, what improvements or what areas of the game offensively could you see change? Third downs, third <laughs> downs. The third, the third downs, Mike. Because now with – at first, I was complaining about the first downs. Mm -hmm. But when you brought Edelman back and you enticed Josh Gordon, things started to get a lot easier. You started getting, you know, second and shorts. And now Michelle's running the football very well. But the third down play calling, Mike, it's just been so – it's been so bizarre. I'm watching the game with you. I'm calling everything that's yeah. going to happen. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you what they're going to run. And if I can tell it, I'm no defensive expert. Expert. I know the Kansas City is going to know what's going to happen. The third downs haven't been good. You haven't been utilizing your go-to guys, especially in the first half. The third downs, was there were plays to Josh Gordon that they were just misses. You know, yeah. like Gordon wasn't in the right spot. Brady didn't. It, the third downs had just haven't been consistent enough. And that's been a problem all year. The first six weeks, you haven't been able to convert on third downs. And that's been my problem, my beef with Josh McDaniels. You know, luckily, he has, again, a lot of great, talented, athletic weapons to work with. So, you know, 43 points, you keep it pushing from there and continue to put up great numbers. You know, just hopefully that the defense continues to click and 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 put things together so that you know blowout victories. Yes, this game was fun and entertaining to watch, but I'm sure if the Patriots had it their way, it'd be 43 to zero. So you know we'll see how it continues uh, to play out moving forward. I'm still looking at these nicknames. <laughs> Bash brothers. Uh, Bash brothers. Bash brothers. That's Sony, Bash brothers. <laughs> Sony PlayStation and James X One. James One X. X. I'm sorry. Yes. Hey, keep them coming. Keep the nicknames rolling out. Bash Brothers, that's right up there with Mount Rushmore for sure. Uh, here's a comment coming in from Griffin Covery saying, McDaniels not showing enough trust in Brady on Thursdays downs when they run the ball. Do you think that's the case? As Say well? it again. Brady, I mean, McDaniel, sorry, is not showing enough trust in Brady on third downs when they run the ball. What do you have to say to that comment? No. I mean, McDaniels, McDaniels has all the trust in the world. I see where you're coming from because that's that's what it looks like. Yeah. No, I, see, I understand the comment. It looks like Brady's McDaniel doesn't trust Brady, but that's far from the truth. McDaniels has all the trust in the world with Brady. It's just he has all the weapons now. Yeah, you know, Brady has so all the, he has all the weapons now. When it's third and short. There should be no excuses to not convert. And then when it's third and ten, well, I just I don't even look no more. I just I just say, oh boy, here we go. We're not gonna convert it no more. It's, there's there's no clever schemes, and I, I don't know. It's, 
Use Gronk. <laughs> Utilize Gronk and Edelman. Those are the, your your chain movers on third downs, and they're going far from it. And they can't they can't double both of them. They can't double both, and you still got Josh Gordon in your secret weapon. You got Cordero Patterson. Anytime he gets the ball, it's, he's, it's, he's picking up a chunk. He's yards. picking up the chunk. You know, driving it up the middle with Sony Michelle is not always going to be the answer. True, 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 true. But you know what is the answer, Mike? What is it? One in one hundred dot CEOs. Boston sports fans, do you want a killer seats to see your favorite team for the price of a beer or a large pizza? Tired of playing all those inflated markups from brokers or last minute convenient charges? Then go to O N E I N one Z E R O Z E R O dot C O. That's one in one zero zero dot co feeling lucky try it now the novelty in one in 100 and that there's no other place online that is doing online raffles to win tickets to events it's a totally new way to score tickets to your favorite events or new way to score boston celtics tickets you know opening season started up mike tuesday night tuesday night so Billy. Tickets to events are hard enough to get, so get your a good one that's not expensive. To cost, sorry, the cost to potentially score tickets with one in 100 is a small fraction of the actual ticket price. Score a pair of tickets for less than cost you a bear. Your first raffle ticket is a free after signing up. The experience of using one in 100 is extremely fun and exciting from picking your lucky number to the feeling of potentially scoring premium tickets. Feeling lucky? Try one in 100.co. That's O-N-E-I-N-1-Z-E-R-O-Z-E-R-O.co. So, Marv. Yes, Mike. I'm looking at the Patriots schedule right here. And, you know, they just played three games in a row at home. Yep. Beat the Dolphins, beat the Colts, beat the Chiefs. Tell me the scores of those games. 38 to 7. 38 to 7. 38 24. 38 24. 43 40. Putting up a lot, lot of that's, points. That's some points, boy. Patriots are putting that's up some points. points. But four out of the next five games will be on the road. Mm. They're hitting the road, and it starts next Sunday in Chicago against the Bears. Big game. Big game. You know, the Bears have been hot. Mitch Trubisky is – They lost to the Dolphins this week. But Mitch Trubisky has been – He's been hot. Slinging it. He's been hot. And, you know, we all know that Bears defense – with Khalil Mack up there. Another MVP candidate right there, Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack. So, you know, I just want to look at that game a little bit. Obviously, you know, the Bears are not on the same level as the New England Patriots. But, you know, they're sitting at 3-2. They're 2-0 and at home right now, and Patriots are going into their building. Bears remind me a lot of the Philadelphia Eagles of last year. Hmm. You know, no one expected the Eagles to explode and be great. You know, Carson Wentz was just coming into a yep. second into a second year, and then they just had a great year. You know, the underdog thing, and they made it to the Super Bowl. No one's going in. No one's going into this year checking for the Bears, but slowly mature. They've been beating some good teams. They got a great defense, a young quarterback that got some weapons. Bears remind me a lot of the Philadelphia Eagles. This is not a game that you can go into and say you're going to have an easy win. Bears are very, very tough. Khalil Mack, he, 
has changed the culture in the Chicago Bears right there. That's mm-hmm. gonna be a really that's gonna be one of the Patriots' toughest games of this season right here. You just passed a test with Kansas City Chiefs. You're gonna start to feel good about yourself. But this Bears team, you struggled against the Jaguars defense. Bears have another great defense as well. So this this Bears team is gonna give you a test. Granted, against the Jaguars, you didn't have all your weapons like you do now. Mm-hmm. But this won't be an easy one. This will not be an easy one. And, you know, you saw what Kareem Hunt did against you. Tariq Cohen, that's another type of running back that can go out there and kill you out there. Taylor Gabriel, he's a speedy receiver that can go out there. Allen Robinson, a big receiver. So they have some weapons there, too, in Chicago. So both sides of the field, this is a really good team. Yeah, it's going to be a great test for the Patriots. Um, again, especially for the offensive line, dealing with those boys up front, being led by Khalil Mack. It's going to be a great test. You know, we just went over the scores of their last three games where they put up, you know, 35-plus points. Uh, will they be able to march into Chicago and do that against the Bears in, in, in their defense? It's going to be tough to see. But if there's a team to get it done and make it happen, it's the New England Patriots and Tom Brady. So uh, expecting a good matchup, you know, We've seen quarterbacks have their way sometimes against the Patriots secondary. Uh, Trubisky, the way he's been playing, you know, he could do the same thing like some of these other quarterbacks have done. So it'll be interesting to watch. Uh, One o'clock start time next Sunday. First game on the road. And after that, like I said, the next uh for the next five games, the Patriots will be on the road. So they're going to have an interesting uh, stretch of games where they're going to have to be marching into opposing teams' buildings and trying to get the win and really take the throne at the top of the AFC for sure. Um, any other comments you want to add from this game before we switch gears a little bit? Mike, this game was, this game was wild, wild game in total. Patriots came out the win. If they lost this game, this would have been a huge blow. Yeah, it would have been a really big blow to the Patriots, and a lot of question marks would have happened because, like I said, you know, Brady didn't have a great didn't have a great game. You had a big lead, and you let them come back. Defense has some work to do. A guy that we didn't talk about. Actually, I'm going to save it, the guy that we didn't talk about. I'm going to save him for something you're about to bring up right now. So, great segue, because what I'm about to bring up right now is the stars and sorries of the game. Uh, We can have a bunch of stars to kick it off with, um, but I think you have somebody you probably want to talk about. Yeah, yeah. So, let's get right into the stars of the game. If you have your stars, too. Send them our way because we want to hear who you guys had as well. So, Mark started off. Star of the game, someone we did not mention at all, but Trey Flowers is the star of the game. Led the team with seven tackles, you know, had a tackle for loss. This guy, man, when he's in the game, Mike, he changes it all. Trey Flowers is a beast. It's straight and simple, just the beast out there defensively. I mentioned how Dante Hightower in the first half, you know, caused um, Mahomes to, you know, throw the ball quicker than he wanted to. Trey Flowers is in there as well. He's He was disrupting plays. He's, he's your best player. He's your best player on defense. And every week that he's played, he's caused damage. You know, you thought that you're going to have a greater line when you had Claiborne. <laughs> 
that guy has been Still such a. Don't even mention his been, name to me. He's been such a disappointment. Like um, I think Griffin mentioned. Someone mentioned that Claiborne. Claiborne. It was Griffin. Claiborne's just been a big disappointment. But Trey Flowers has been holding it down. So he gets my star. You know, when you score 43 points, obviously offensive players are guys you want to look at. Yep. But you got to give it up to Trey Flowers. I think this guy's he's something special. Yeah. So, you know, like you just said, score 43 points. Somebody on the offensive side of the ball has right. to get looked at. And I'm going to go with the guy who was killing it in the run game, Sony Michelle. Yeah, man. 24 carries, 106 yards, two touchdowns. He was moving the chains. You know, I don't know if he's ever been tackled for a huge loss so far in his career because it just seems like every time he touches the ball, he's moving forward and he's picking up a chunk of yards. So I definitely got to give him. I saw a Corey Dillon comparison. Oof. Corey Dillon was a horse. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> But the way Sony Michelle's running the ball right now, I, I completely understand the, the the comparisons because as soon as he sees a hole, as soon as he even sniffs a hole, he's punching it through there. And, you know, it's getting to a point now where, you know, you see him carrying some guys with him, picking up those yeah. extra yards. So he's real strong. He's real tough. He's doing his thing. And he definitely gets a star of the game from us here tonight. Oh, yeah. Do you have anybody shouted out in stars of the game? I saw Gronk. Shout out to Dreamville. He said Gronk gets a start of the game. Again, Gronk was great. He was clutch at the end, but he had some great blocks in there to open up the way for a guy like Sony Michelle to pick up some yards. So I can definitely see Gronk getting a star for sure. Anybody else? You know, 43 points. Stars can go out multiple ways. I see a, a star given out to Hightower from Dreamville as well. Um, you can give... Gronk a star. You could give James White a star. You know, you could give Hogan has some great catches there as well. Uh, so, ah, <laughs> uh, you know what a switch to give Hogan a, a star. Hogan played maybe. well. I'm just playing. Hogan, Hogan played, played well. well. All right, all right. But somewhere along the way, when there's the good, there's the bad. There's the bad sometimes. When you're bad around these parts, we tell you sorry. sorry. So. Sorry of the game. Like Marv said, you know, 43 points. It's a lot of happiness to go around. Mm -hmm. You know, we can't find too many sorries. But I don't think I have a sorry off the top of my head to really think about. If you have somebody, I don't know. I mean, obviously, the Kansas City Chiefs took the loss. So that's a sorry in itself. I'm just still impressed by Mahomes. I'm sorry. I'm a I'm a Mahomes fan. I'm a I, this guy. He's nice. I you can give us our sorries to the kick the kick return kick return wasn't special good. Teams, special okay. teams wasn't great. Brady's fumble. Yeah, I was just about to say Brady's that. fumble was that. If there was one thing that stands out to me in that game was that Brady fumble. It was. Eh. It's still mind-boggling how, how that happened, having all the time in the world to get sacked, to lose the ball, not protect it, not tuck it in. That was that was wild. Yeah, true, that was true. wild. You know, it's weird to see Brady only throws one touchdown and you scored 43 points. Yeah, it's unheard of. <laughs> it's, 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 it's really weird. And he could have had two. The, um, 
Gordon touchdown was so close, but then the defensive pass interference. True. I don't want to give Brady a sorry, but that play was very yeah, sorry. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. Another sorry here that uh, Griffin mentioned was the player. I don't recall his name at this moment, but he had Brady for a sack, and he yeah. just let him go. And Brady was able to, you know, dive into the end zone. So I don't know what that really was. I've seen a couple plays like that now in the NFL where, you know, a guy will wrap up the quarterback and think, like, look, I'm not trying to drive him into the ground or do anything. So they'll they'll hold on to him for a second and let go. I've seen a couple plays now where, you know, they let go and the quarterback, you know, still is able to make a play, pick up some yards himself or get uh, get the pass off. So, it's tough right now for linebackers or linemen or, you know, anybody on the defensive side of the ball. If they make a tackle uh, on the quarterback and they just want to let go because they don't want to get whistled for a penalty of roughing the passer or whatever the case may be, that might be the case there. Jimville, I think you gave, you gave, you given us our, our official sorry. Devin McCourty, <laughs> it's time. It's time he gets a sorry. It's, I know how I mentioned earlier, he's been in his zone. So, mm-hmm. you know, he has to know can guard Tyreek Hill, this, that, and the third. But this is two weeks in a row now, yeah. Mike, where he's just be getting killed in the red zone, no matter what, what it is. And his brother's outplayed him. You know, his brother's playing the corner position. He's playing very well. And there was a play where um his, his brother got beat with the um, Kareem Hunt, the Kareem Hunt play, thinking that they had a safety in the back. Yeah. He's got some wheels. Woo! <laughs> Jason McCourty was close to catching up right That That acceleration sure. was got to be a 95 plus in Maddie because that was, he was out there. But <laughs> Devin McCourty, though, safety McCourty, hasn't been, he hasn't been playing well. You know, he, he mentioned himself that he didn't play well against the Colts and he can't have a game like that. Well, sorry, brother, because he, <laughs> he just did. <laughs> sorry. Ah, so, man. Devin McCourty. You get our sorry. Yeah, man. Other than that, again, a win is a win. Patriots. Big win. Got big a win. Big win over this is you know, the kings of the AFC at the moment. And that was Kansas City. And to able to give them the first loss, you know, obviously the records say differently. But I think this was the win here that really cemented the Patriots at the moment as, you know, the top guys in the in the AFC. You know, obviously Kansas City's sitting at five and one uh right now and Patriots sitting at four and two. So they're Kansas City's at the top. But I think, you know, a game like this, we'll see a rematch. Oh, definitely. AFC championship game. Definitely. Calling it right here, right now. You know, I think Allen <laughs> Collins where he yeah. know the deal too, because he said you know, see this team, these teams again in the playoffs or something along those lines. So we will definitely see a rematch with these two teams for it, sure. It's going, and you know, this was a big win. You can give them their first loss. Mm-hmm. You can start going on maybe a winning streak here. You would love to play Kansas City again in, in Gillette. Gillette. <laughs> in Gillette, not because Arrowhead. Arrowhead, I'll tell you right now. Don't go to Arrowhead in the playoffs. You go to Arrowhead in the playoffs against that team with those weapons. Um, yeah, it's, it'll be a scary sight. I think a lot of people would be shaking very, in their boots. Um, but with that being said, you have any final words here, Mar, before we wrap up? This was a hell of a game, man. Um, I'll, 
We watched a great game. It's we great watched football. a great, great football back game. Forth, back is exactly what we thought it would be. Shootout. They are who they thought they were. <laughs> <laughs> but good win. This helps Patriots, you know, move up four and two now. Three weeks ago, we were not thinking that this was where the Patriots would be. That's why you don't push the panic button not yet. Too early. Too you early. don't push the panic button. Patriots are rolling now, and we'll see what happens. Bears game will not be easy. It won't. It sure won't. But we will be here. That's right. Marvin and myself will be holding it down right after that game as well. Quick shout-out to the Red Sox. Tied the series up. American League Championship Series tied up at 1-1 right now. Red Sox are headed to Houston to take on the Astros in Game 3. Let's hope the Red Sox can keep it moving. You know what I called for today? You know, when I was getting ready to get my day started? Two wins for the Boston sports teams today, and they got it done. Both the Red Sox and Patriots picked up the W. They didn't make it look easy, both games. Oh, both things. <laughs> this ain't the Red Sox beat. <laughs> But Kimbrell, Kimbrell almost made it real interesting there in the ninth inning. But, I mean, you know, I'll let our CLNS Red Sox guys handle that, follow their show as well. But this has been the Patriots postgame show for Marvin Azan. I'm Mike Molino. Again, CLNS Patriots postgame show powered by CLNS Media, the leading online provider of audio and video coverage. We will see you next Sunday after the Bears game.